0: Welcome to The Space of the Waste, featuring host Melody Edmondson. Do you struggle with the right look to complement your body shape? Have you tried so many different looks and styles only to be disappointed time and again? You've landed on the right program. We'll show you how to make the right style work in your favor. Now, here
1: is Melody Edmondson. Welcome to The Voice of America, and I am your host, for the Space of the waist on the Variety Channel of Voice America. And today we're going to have a very special guest. Devorah Levy is gonna be here to talk about her handbags. But I just wanna make a quick reminder if you haven't purchased your guidebook yet, which is book one, uh, the guidebook, Your Fashion Guide based on body shape and the Space of the waist by yours truly, your host, C, initial C, Melody Edmondson, E-D-M-O-N-D-S-O-N, on Amazon.com. If you are just tuning in and have missed some of our episodes, please go to www.voiceamerica.com and put my name or the name of the show on the search line, And it will pull up my page and you can go back and listen to one of the 25, 28 shows that are on there and counting for every Tuesday since the 1st of January of 2022. So we have, like I say, Devorah here. Devorah, tell us a little bit about your handbags. Uh, She is from New York City. I will tell you that. And she has her um, Bachelor of Arts degree, and also a psychology degree. Well, that should come in handy, working with people. <laughs> Hi, Devorah.
2: Hey, thank you for having me.
1: You're welcome. Tell us about how you got into handbags and what made your big decision after college.
2: I, was, I know, as you see seen in my introduction, Um, I actually have my bachelor's in psychology and my master's in special education. So it's definitely, I definitely did pivot a little bit into the fashion industry. I was always doing freelance or like fashion work and I started designing products on the side as I was an ABA therapist. So there was kind of this evolution to get to where I am now. It didn't just, you know, happen overnight. Um, Yeah. So now I run a design and manufacturing firm. D.V. Design, or we call it Deborah Victor Design of Manufacturing, where we white label handbags for luxury fashion retailers and all retailers. That's the truth, like luxury and not luxury as well. So that's
1: that's uh, what okay. Cool. You do all all uh, makes in terms of. Uh, Uh, faux leather or vegan leather all the way through leather and the varying prices that go hitherto. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As a full service uh, design and manufacturing firm and that you said you assist brands launching their designer brands and their designer bags and you put their labels in your work, And that's kind of like private label, but you're more of a uh, manufacturer of handbags for whomever desires them. Now, I know you have your website, devoravictordesign.com, and you're on Instagram and you're on Facebook and lots of social media. So if anybody wants to see your bags, they can go there or they can go to your website, I know you're a very experienced creative designer. Tell me a little bit about how you see handbags. What was the best of spring? And what do you see going forward for fall and holiday and into next spring as far as handbags go?
2: So some of like my favorite trends I think that I see is really on social media are like the shoulder bag or the crossbody, small bags, the baguette bag is really, you know, it's been really hot for a while. But what's cool is that we're starting to see like more hobos come in, which is exciting, that larger size. And even the shoulder bag is really kind of getting extended. It's like a larger shoulder bag, which is cool and a little bit more practical. We're seeing a lot of saddle-like shapes, you know, a little more circular on the bottom, which is exciting. Um, I think a lot of the trends that we see in spring, you may see like, let's say chains is a huge trend, as everyone knows, and that's kind of keep living on. But in the fall, it's exciting in the sense that they're kind of switching up the chains, it's getting a little more chunky. We're seeing a lot of monochromatic chains as well. So that's cool. Like instead of, instead of the chain being silver or gold, we're seeing different tortoiseshell or the same color of the bag. So oh that's cool. like they're hmm. kind of like taking the designs that have been going on for a while, and they're just like kind of like elevating them a little bit, like just giving yeah. them a twist, which is cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I saw that they're continuing with the name game, but really more just for the totes. I don't see and the oversized totes, but most of the shopping bag type thing, whereas the other bags, it's more about the shape. And like you say, I noticed that circular bottom myself on some of those hobo type bags, which really makes a lot more sense. Everything does, doesn't sink so much, or if it does, you can scrounge around the bottom and find your keys or whatever. <laughs> and, and I see notice they have buckles on them and a little bit wider straps, which I really, really like because that's something I've always had a problem with because I have one shoulder lower than the other. And for some reason, okay. it wants to fall off all the time. And with the wider ones, it doesn't seem to. And these little, for lack of a better word, not really a camera bag, but what do they call those kind of... Uh, Squarey bags that have the have the chains. What is the?
2: Well, there's like you know the the shoulder bags, what we call it, or the crossbody, where you'll have like a smaller bag with a, a longer chain, kind of hit the waist, you know, your your hip.
1: Um, yes.
2: That's a trend. I mean, I do agree with you. We're seeing a lot of more minimalistic design, less logo obsessed, which is yes. really A lot of you know, or, almost like um, you're saying it's kind of bringing like more like a vintage design where the buckles or the chains are really doing the talking rather than like logo 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 so that that's really yeah. cool
1: yeah yeah a lot of that.
2: you know the bucket back is still living and breathing and it's going to keep going to fall the shirling trend is we're seeing a lot of that still for fall which is really beautiful um yeah it, a lot of the trends that we've been seeing are kind of growing on. That's the honest truth. There's a lot yeah. of that. But like I said, like the shoulder bag, which has really taken over the world, that little bag that fits right
1: under your shoulder. Yeah, bag. structured a little bit, you know, that's yeah. a little structured. And then the rest are pretty much easy, easy peasy, you know, kind of slouchy. And these great big oversized backpacks, that's probably going to Gen Z or something, because those great big you know either uh they look hand woven or knitted almost or they have really cute designs on them like um, knit and straw even i saw yeah, a few sure that's, that's- um, and i did wow. notice some of those uh chains some of them those big chunky chains even look rusted i don't know if if they're truly rusted or if they're just that color. (laughs) I'm
2: sure it's the
1: color. (laughs) Okay, good, good. I don't want rust on my clothes. Uh, The other thing um, I noticed that there is still bling in terms of metallics, like big silver oversized slouchy bags or gold, but I'm seeing lots of silver. And then I noted this wallpaper trend that might be more mature than your client. I mean, I see it a little bit more mature. I don't see a lot of young girls wanting printed floral on their bag, but there might be many, many 45 to 80-year-olds that do.
2: (laughs) It's very beautiful. I mean, it's kind of, it's really, it's pushing that printed leather so they're really bringing that heavy motifs a little bit more, you know, crocheted like back. It is very couture. I think they're doing that more for luxury feeling instead yep. of like the printed canvas or like that printed logo. It's kind of like an offshoot of that, I would say. And we are seeing a lot of that come back as well. Yes, we are. Oh,
1: I did notice, and I like this because um, the shoulder strap novelties you know, I've noticed you can clip them on and off. So, I mean, I hope that they make a lot of different straps because I think that's a cool way to change your bag, especially if you're going to spend a lot on your bag. If you go buy a Gucci or fork it up to buy a Louis or a Stella McCartney or whatever, uh, it would be nice to have a bunch of different straps to put on, you know, and I I am seeing a lot. I'm looking at one right now from Gucci, and then I see a Stella McCartney that has the strap with her name on it. Now that's a subtle way to get your name on the baggage through the strap. And I know Christian Dior has done it for a while, those big novelty straps, which I just love. And I did happen to get one of those uh, several years ago, and I'll be having it till the day I die, but I love that bag. And that novelty strap. In fact, I just wear the one novelty strap all the time because it's so unique and so wide. I really like it. It's like red and black and gray and yeah. got big studs on it. And and the purse is black with silver. So it, it really is a, it's a sporty bag for me, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. what do you, um, what did you say about, uh what you think people will be well why don't you just tell me what you think people will be caring for holiday
2: so i mean again i think for a holiday we're seeing a lot of the mesh and still a lot of the stones inspired bags you know like those like small little stones a lot of sparkle is still happening strong oh. that's, definitely, that's definitely a huge trend um, we just designed like a really beautiful mesh silver mesh or black mesh bag for the holiday season again like mesh said, do
1: you mean metal mesh or what kind yeah, of like mesh, mesh. Yeah,
2: yeah yeah, like a metal mesh so it's like that soft almost
1: like dress, right? uh whiting and davis from a long time ago that kind yeah. of mesh. oh wow i love that
2: very very casual but still like blingy design um i think that a lot of the trends have really been inspired from you know the younger generation or social media inspired like seeing where um, the younger demographics want to use their bags as far as like parties and events. I think I, I'm, we're seeing a lot of the luxury designers really offshoot from there, which is really really interesting. So that bling has been really infiltrating into the luxury bags as well. Yeah, I do love what you said about the you know the wide the wide strap printed idea because it's cool. We're seeing and like the, a lot of different handles. We are seeing a lot of that that the multi use for one bag. Yes. And it's super exciting. Like you can kind of have a top handle. So the bag is super, you know, like a handheld bags. So we're seeing a lot of top handles. And then you can obviously add that longer chain. And now that's more acceptable to design that way. So that right, it is really cool. That, that, it goes, so-
1: kind of goes back to sustainability too. You know, like, yeah. you know, Kara Mack, who does those fabulous leather shoes out of Brazil, but she does a few styles, not Thousands of styles. And then she has so many accessories for those shoes. Like on her heels, they're almost like earrings. You can take the block heel. and It's the most comfortable boot I've ever had on my feet. They would look great with your handbags. You take the boot and it's got a a heel. It's about two and a half inch. And I bought the pointed toe, two and a half inch. I think it's the Broadway boot. But then I bought like 12 to 15 different caps that you put over the heel, like their sparkle, their stripes, their summer stripes, fall stripes, holiday all, designs of all kinds. It totally changes the shoe. And from the back, when you have the sheer like you're standing in line to go to dinner or the movie or whatever, or the theater, wherever you're going, the back of your shoe is totally different. And she continues on this concept with her other shoes, which I aren't that many and her sandal she does a t-strap that has the bling or pearls you know going down like a um like if you had a a long Like if you had a strap and it had like four crosses or three crosses going the opposite direction of the, the, those three are in color stories, be it teal or peach or pink or green or mixed or whatever you want. She does do customs, but I see that as sustainability, part of sustainability. And that's how I see these straps. Like it would be fabulous if people could go online, even to your site and just buy you know, two and a half inch straps, three inch straps, one inch straps in multiple different designs, whether they're uh, day, decor is daytime, uh, ethnic, uh, hippie boho or more haute couture looking, you could, you know, or bling or whatever, you could do a multitude of things. I even know I saw a uh, a dress talking about stones, and you were talking about stones earlier, not being so blingy with the diamond look, but with authentic stones, but she did a dress, Laura Tanzer did a dress for one of the musicians, and the dress that she did had actual stones on the dress, and it was just so beautiful, but it wasn't uh, shiny or anything, it was more subtle than that, And I really took notice of that because it was very subtle and elegant, which, you know, I don't do that. (laughs) I'm kind of a maximalist, but I love the women that can carry that off, like your beautiful blouse today and your tiny necklaces. You're not screaming anything. And here I am, you know, all blinged out. But I love I love the women that are able to pull off what you do and what this, uh, musician had with, uh, Laura Tanzer gown with the, uh, I think it was real sapphires and rubies going down the side of her dress, you know, and it, oh my gosh, it was just gorgeous. And of course I have seen some handbags that have, uh, uh, I think Bulgari and some of them have sure, uh, sure. Tiffany. Maybe at one time had some, and I know Mooi Mui has done it. But I think theirs were faux. You know, it was faux.
2: Yeah, and um, we're actually seeing some bags now where the chains actually have charms. Oh, well. so you are getting your bling. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Chains <laughs> with charms. Now, can yeah, you add I mean, to those charms, or are they just for decor? No,
2: I think part of the design. You know, we're seeing a lot of that. Like you know lock and key concept, a
1: lot of charms coming in. So get ready. I like that, I like that a lot. I always uh, really liked uh, anything that was uh, like those, they used to put those uh, charms on the bags where you would have something and then you would collect it. I know when mother and I, my mother who's now going to be, uh, now going to be 90, she's 91 and a half, Mom, hi. I know she's listening today to Deborah, <laughs> but mother, when we went to Bahamas together, uh, we took our money, and of course I lost mine right away because I'm a terrible gambler. But there was my mother just winning at blackjack, one after another, you know, all this money. So I'd say, "Hey, mom, want to go shopping?" <laughs> then mom would take me shopping. I started collecting these 14 karat and 18 karat gold charms. So I decided to make i got this little uh thing to hang on my handbag that was a handbag and i don't know who was making those at the time probably someone like pandora or something but i got this little handbag and then every charm i bought which is about every third day i'd ask mom if she could take me back to the store to buy some more so by the time i left i had like you know 20 charms in gold of mother's savings, which I saved forever, but um, I liked it because it was a memory, you know, of mom and I's trip. And so I still pull that out, and I actually have made them the charms also doable for necklaces, so that I can wear them, you know, hanging down in different links in case I want to wear them that way. But I do think collectibles, you know, and of course, the grandmothers love the Pandoras and that kind of thing. But I do think anything that you put on a bag that allows for a collectible, I think people like because it's their memories, you know, little token of something they can pick up on their trip to Greece or something they could pick up something to put on there. And of course, they could do the same with necklaces and bracelets, but for some reason uh i like the idea of hanging it on your purse you know your handbag Um,
2: yeah there's that classic add-on you know like the scarf they'll take like the fabric and wrap it around the handles it looks like a scarf we're still seeing that that's fun but then you get to like incorporate prints and bring in like a lot of the collection so we're seeing that too and that also Uh makes it personal
1: yeah tell tell me about some of the prints that you see being important or people liking. I'm just curious as to what kinds.
2: You know, it really, on that really honestly, I think depends on the brand and what the aesthetic that they're looking
1: oh, for. Oh, that's right.
2: You know, yeah, there are the trends, but it really depends what the brand is pushing itself. Depending yeah, on which, if like- you're
1: Burberry or Gucci or even Donna Karen or Tommy Hilfiger, they're all different. Michael sure. Coors, yeah, it could be... You want to keep show.
2: it close to the brand aesthetic as possible when you're designing so that, you know, the consumer knows right away, oh, that's this brand, that's that brand, and you want to stay on trend. The prints also help the, the brands really migrate from season to season and do something different. That's really also what it, the point of it is as well. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like, okay,
1: now
2: we're bold, now we're doing more muted, now we're doing really funky, you know? It gives character to the new collections that come out. That's the I think idea. so,
1: too. Yeah. I think Dolce and Cabana do a good job of that because, you know, they. I loved all the florals they did several years ago because you hadn't seen that for so long. I mean, when I was growing up, my mom didn't like prints, so I didn't like prints, you know? My grandma didn't like prints, so I didn't like prints. And then all of a sudden, as I'm going along and I wear black, 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 black all the time... And I don't even like maybe, but I don't like gray on me. Uh, There are just certain, I just like black. But all of a sudden I decided when I moved to Arizona that I was going to wear bright colored jackets in the spring and summer for the very short amount of time that you could wear a jacket in Arizona, you know, unless you're going to go out for dinner at night, you know, your four hour jacket you could do at night. But I got bright colors. So that started me on the road to color. And I got purple. And I got kind of a raspberry pink and a hot pink and a beautiful blue and a, and a, and a jade and then kind of a teal. And then several years went by, like 20. And I decided, okay, I saw these dresses. And they were, uh, they were called midi dresses. But I'm five, six and a half. I used to be five, seven and a half, but they hit me right at my ankle. Okay. And I'm not wearing as high heels as I used to. I've kind of gotten into those two and a half, three and a half inch, no more than three and a half. And I got rid of my four and five inch heels, Uh, gave them to uh, Mirren White, the former Miss America, (laughs) Miss Missouri. (laughs) But anyway, she's got all my great Manolo shoes, but I got these, you know, kind of stacked heels, and I'm wearing these maxis in prints that I found from Marnie, and they're kind of a little retro, but, but modern, retro modern, I would call them, and I found three of them that I liked, a- and this took me searching the internet on YOOX is my favorite place to go, or the Outnet, because they're marked, and they're marked, and they're marked. And I wear a size 10 dress, so there aren't that many of them, but like there are 2s and zeros and 4s because of the 10s, the 12s, and the, 40, the 46s uh, and the 44s get gone pretty quickly. But anyway, I found my three, and I bought them. And I really love them, and I love to wear them with – I found these uh, tool anklets on Etsy that have bling on them and I wear or embroidery and I wear them with my chunky platforms, you know, sandal platforms with their Prada with these Marnie dresses. I feel like it's a very new look for me. And I think the over 50 friends of mine are starting to take note and they go, Is that like something? And I don't know, it's something for me. I don't know if it's something, but I've never in my life, oh, I've never seen you in a print. I mean, mind you, they have black grounds. Okay, they're black grounded, all right, all right. But they're still prints. And I'm I'm just really proud of myself for (laughs) branching (laughs) out. My grandmother's probably in her grave saying, Melody, Melody, what are you wearing prints? But I've decided to put the ban on prints. You know, I've decided I'm going to try it because you live a while you get kind of tired of always wearing the same thing and always having your accessories be the only amount of color, whether it's gold, silver, or you know, I've never been a minimalist, but I've, I have gotten to a point there for a while I wore far less jewelry and accessories than I ever did. Now I'm back to wanting to wear it. I think it's because of COVID.
2: You remember when that, this silk, you're inspiring me. Remember when the silk, like the silk pajama set came out, like to wear to a party? You yes. know, that looked like it was like so fabulous. At first, I remember the first time I saw it, I'm like, wait, what's going on? Are we really pairing this with a pair of heels and thinking <laughs> this clothing? But it kind of took off. And I feel like that silk, mon- like when you pair a pattern with a pattern, either a silk pants or a sh- and a blouse or a great fabric, it's really fun. It could be super chic. Yeah. you like an oversized blazer in a great bag. You're good to go. It's so cool. It's a great way to style a lot of patterns. I, I, pattern pattern. I love it. I think it's so fun.
1: I saw that actually. A stylist that's going to be on the show. Um, alyla from Los Angeles who does uh, lots of, lots of uh, Hollywooders. Anyway, and actresses and actors, you know, and and also uh, singers, rock stars and whatnot. But she had a photo of that on her LinkedIn with uh, people going out and that very look that you're talking about.
2: Yeah, I loved it. Yeah.
1: Stylist Delilah. She's on Instagram also. You two would hit her off. Great. And she would love your bags. Okay. Oh, so you. I'll uh, send you her info. But anyway, and she'll be on the show, not till November the 29th, but oh, it's a while, okay. but she's going to be on.
2: Some of our great collections that I'm designing for are actually launching in November. That's, yay, that's yay. yay. well Before. <laughs> yeah, it's I think,
1: I thought holiday would be a, a good time after Thanksgiving to hear from her, like, what are we going to be doing? You know, what can we do for, for December? Let's. Smart. Get a style, and my stylists have been doing very good on the show, and designers. So I'm really happy about that. I think it's because we are 160 countries, and very many people all over are wanting to know what's. They're starting to go out again, and they want to dress up. This is what I'm hearing. They really don't want to just go out in their yoga pants anymore. Thank goodness, because I am so sick of that. Sick of the skinny jeans. Sick of the yoga pants. Sick of the leggings. Just keep it in the gym and get rid of the skinnies unless you're going to make them into flares. <laughs> okay. Got to go. It's time to go to commercial break. So we'll be right back in just one, uh, three minutes. We will be back with a Devorah and her beautiful handbags.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice C. Melody Edmondson has created a book series, The Space of the Waste. The book series may be found on Amazon.com. You'll want to purchase book one first. Your fashion guide based on body shape and the space of the waist. This is a new method of measuring, including the first guidebook. There are a total of 19 volumes that focus on different body shapes and waist lengths and how to make the space of the waist work for you. Find the space of the waist guides on Amazon.com. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel.
2: Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device
0: Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Space of the Waste. To reach the show today, call in to one 866 472 that's one 866 472 or send an email to thespaceofthewaste at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Thank you for tuning back in on the Variety Channel for The Space of the Waste. I am your host, Melody Edmondson, and I have my guest, Devorah Victor on my show today with her fabulous handbags that she does to does design for many, many, many designer collections. So welcome back, Devora. Tell us more. Tell us more. What do you want to know? Well, what? How do you see? This is kind of a silly question, but uh, sometimes getting in and out of a hang ba- handbag is a consideration that I make because I'm doing it one-handed, you know, <laughs> a lot of times because I put it either across me or actually most of the time mine are on my shoulder, but I like to be able to get in and out of them. And sometimes if it's too hard, uh, if it's too easy, I'll turn it around so that the closures by me so that no one can just pickpocket me. And then other times it, it ruins the look of the bag, so I'll turn it around, and then I don't want it to be too easy to get into. Is this just me that thinks about these silly things?
2: No, 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 not at all. That's It's very smart. I mean, I love to go to parties, and I love personally just listening to great DJs, so I'm always having that in consideration when we're designing, because I know what that like from a consumer perspective, of course. I think we're all concerned with that. You know, Depending on where you live and what you like to do most frequently, you want to make sure that you know, you're your stuff is secure.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So, yeah. Like you don't... Or like the snap is a little bit more complicated to open, you know. Yeah. So yeah. When I, yeah. I sometimes I'll very often take like a small bag that uh, the flap goes all the way to the end. I don't know why. I feel like that that look where there's like, you can see the buckle screaming. It's a little, it's just a little more camouflaged. It's like kind of like a, you know, the way the, the front panel goes all the way to the bottom. Yeah. So I, I very often will do a bag like that, or I'll do... Um,
1: that's a good idea.
2: Yeah, 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 I like that. Or something, like, now we're having a lot of, like I was saying the top handle bags, so you almost feel like you have your bag so close to you. So right. You know, or the shoulder yeah. bag, is right there, like you're not that concerned. So it depends on the style, but yeah. Yes, yeah. is-
1: exactly. Tell me something, because this goes along, you know, my show, we talk about waist lengths and body shapes a lot, because that's uh, the book series that I wrote, is about body shapes and various waist lengths, either your balance-waisted, short-waisted, or long-waisted. And I'm a short-waisted woman. And I used to be, I used to be five, seven and a half. I'm now five, six and a half. But anyway, I have always been short-waisted. Also used to weigh 121 pounds and I don't now, but I won't tell you what I do weigh. But no matter what my size was, I you can't diet yourself to a longer waist. Like I always had about three and a half inches between my boobs and my waist. And I do it no matter what size I am. And my long waisted friends that had like nine inches, they have nine inches, you know, but neither can ever find anything to wear, where the waist is correct. For me, I have to just do straight lines where there's no seam across the front and no belt and i don't want my handbag either to hit me at the waist i want my handbag to be a little bit longer but not too far down past my thigh so i have i try them on to see where they end up and i just wanted to ask do you have any um do you have any considerations or body shape and bag shapes, or body size and bag size. Because for me personally, I'll just say, because I am a 10 going into a 12, i on the top particularly, I'm a 10 on the bottom, but always been 40, 40 inches across my shoulders and bust lines. So... I do not like to carry a teeny tiny bag. It makes me look bigger. And I think if I wear a bigger bag, it makes me look smaller. So that's my philosophy. So I don't like small bags on 10 and over, and I don't like, okay, if you're going to a movie uh, or something, yeah, you can get a little, the square, you know, kind of bag. Don't get the tiniest one on the market, Uh, but something that fits your cell phone and a Kleenex and, know whatever but what is your philosophy on this being the professional
2: no i love i love that you're saying this it's interesting very often when i'll be like in a meeting with you know buyers everyone's trying on the bags for that purpose to make sure that they're comfortable and wide enough and you know gives you enough of that shoulder space so like when you're even when you're designing that perfect shoulder bag which is super on trend right now we have that a lot like Making sure that you know it'll be comfortable and also would look good on most women's sizes, and I think inclusivity is so 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 important. One thing I do want to say: the beauty of the trends right now is that let's say you're buying that really beautiful shoulder bag or that handheld bag, if you don't feel comfortable like actually wearing it on your shoulder, because like you said, it makes you feel bigger. The beauty is that the styles like everyone's kind of holding it in their elbow or with their hands, so the styles really you can work it. You know, you don't have to feel that way. Like, oh, it doesn't look good on me. There's so many ways to hold the bags now. That I know it sounds funny, like a way to hold the bag, but it really is the truth. You know, it's, it's true. You know, we we'll hold the bag in so many ways um, aesthetically. That that's also good too. So if you're not really comfortable, but yes, we very very much keep that in mind. Most shoulder bags or crossbody bags come with like a you know ability to kind of make it the right size for you with a buckle or a strap yeah. clasp. clasp. And that's very, very important because it is so important that when we're designing every woman feels beautiful. And you're absolutely right. That is something to keep in consideration. We actually just did a bag recently that we had to extend the shoulder strap. It looked really, really cute, but it was not inclusive enough. Yes. So we dropped it two inches so that the girl who wants that small shoulder bag will still feel great, but it for all body sizes will feel comfortable. So absolutely. Oh,
1: wonderful.
2: Also seasons, if you're wearing coats, if you're wearing a blazer, these are things we have to keep in mind as well,
1: for sure. Because it's heavier, if you've got a jacket on, it takes up more space than yeah. if you just have a t-shirt on.
2: Correct. Like, and oh,
1: cross mean, body, different correct. size boobs, double eye versus double A is going <laughs> to take up a lot less space. You know, I didn't that's know there was a double eye, but there is. Like, I'm learning a lot through lingerie buyers too. Uh, And I think that's wonderful. Everybody needs what they need and everybody looks beautiful and they just need to know how to dress right and what bag to carry for their body shape. That's me. I think everything is exclusive, every body shape, everything. And some women are never going to want to wear dresses or prints or whatever. Other people love them. And I say, okay, wear your pants, you know, do wear whatever you want to wear, but just know that um, this is how, you know, when I dress people, I just say, this is how I think you look the most beautiful. Don't know if you're, if it's what you're used to, but this is how I think you are the most beautiful when I dress you. And sometimes people say to me, and I don't actually advocate this. I mean, if I could afford to have things always custom made, which they are becoming cheaper, I've noticed, I've noticed on Etsy and even some of the designers uh, just talk to this gal, uh, Micah and Maya that have this 3D look scanner and they can, you know, make things custom and you don't have to wait any longer and it doesn't cost any more. Well, that is amazing right there. If that's happening in the world today, but what I was back to is I have purchased a lot of things that I call haute boho meaning or ho hippie, meaning I'll get a silk tunic because my legs are so long, you know, 34 inseam to wear, have these long legs and then a square top, you know, with big boobs and big shoulders and long arms as long as a man's. (laughs) I mean, I can look really funny if I don't have a long lean tunic on that balances my top to bottom accordingly. And every time I buy these tunics, I have to buy a large to get the boobs big enough and then I have to take them in cuz then they're too wide and the the arms have to be taken in and sometimes Rena, my alterations lady has to, you know, take them in under the arms and other places or even in the back. But for the most part or you know where the waist is, Uh, mostly I like it straight. So I don't have her do too much, but make it narrower. And I think that's because a lot of these tunics are designed for wider hips and smaller boobs. I don't know, but I always have to take them in. But if they were the same here and the hips, I wouldn't have to. But regardless of that, someone said to me um, a few years ago, that uh, an acquaintance said to me, you know, your hair and makeup doesn't go with your clothes. And I go, what do you mean? I said, I mean, I'm kind of into juxtaposition, I told her. But I got home and I said to my husband, wasn't that a funny thing to say to someone? And he said, well, she's just saying your face and your makeup, I think, is a little elegant. And then you have that, you know, the silk tunic and the jeans, even though you have on heels. That was back when I was wearing heels maybe that top had a little bit of a hippie vibe to it. And that's the only thing she's looking at is your tunic. And I said, oh, and the fact that I had like six long necklaces on, you know, maybe that added to it. But I got home and I said, yeah. So I just told her, I called her later and I said, you know, the reason I look like that a lot with you is because we're going for lunch and I wear jeans and I do wear a tunic a lot with long necklaces because I think the long necklaces elongate my waist add to my better proportion. And it just so happens. I only want silk for the tunic. And most of them are designed in a hippie type print. And, uh, that's why I buy them. I, I particularly do not like hippie looks. That's just not me. That is not what I would say would be for me. I like would like another design, but this is what they have. So I buy it and it is just for lunch. You know, it isn't like really super dressy. So anyway, that was that. So I, what I guess what I'm getting back to, do you have that with handbags where somebody buys things? They don't particularly think it's their look like a great big oversized bag when they really want to carry a little dinky one, but that looks ridiculous on it. And a real structured bag when it doesn't look right on their body shape. Do you ever have any issue like that come up with buyers?
2: Well, buyers as consumer or buyers as like. The
1: either, either. But I guess I was thinking about retail buyers that come in and have you do bags for them. Do they have uh, considerations like when they say, well, that wouldn't look good on my clients because my clients are uh, 10 and over, size 10 and over in that particular. Uh,
2: that's such an interesting question. No, we, I don't usually get that regarding size. Like I said, we do get into these conversations when we're finalizing designs and samples, but yeah. will really, what will resonate and what will work for everybody. Because um, again, you, you want, you want everyone to look at the collection and feel most comfortable to buy it, obviously, and, and for it to work for everyone. But that's not New York normally the consideration. The conversations we're more having is like, well, our demographic likes these colors, or they want very chainy, or they're more trendy, or they want very glitz, or they want really bold colors. That's more the conversations we're usually having is about color, print, um or you know the extras yeah. <laughs> that make are
1: that. well are colored bags still harder to sell than say black and taupe and white and brown? Well or, we're
2: seeing so many colors now come in for spring. I mean it's like the biggest, biggest trend shift I think we've seen. Like
1: what colors?
2: Well green has taken over. I'm sure everyone knows. Like green is selling. There's been like a huge percentage. You know what, co-
1: what color? What sh- what hue of green?
2: Well, I would—it's like that bold green, you know, the Bottega green bag that's sold like crazy. Yeah, yeah. So green has really come back. We're seeing a ton of pink, 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 pink everywhere. Periwinkle. This this spring is a lot of yellow. Um, neon color is really coming back, and, and people want color. So yeah. I, I say that it's really t- it, its made a shift now for sure. Like I think are, so they're, they're too. Selling really well. And our buyers are one color. And we just sold like a really bold, bold pink for the holiday season. I mean, color is really a thing. That like a bright
1: fuchsia type pink.
2: Yes. Yes. Color is huge now. And people yeah. want buyers want color. And that's exciting. It's cool. It's
1: very, very exciting. Cool. And that's going to go forward to 23, you're saying.
2: I think also what's cool is that colors are becoming a neutral like it's becoming acceptable and you you know it used to be like if you get that one red bag or that blue bag it's like oh I can only wear it it with certain things it's not like that anymore now color is normal you should wear a colorful bag and just keep going like it's
1: part of. I love that yeah Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that (laughs) so I mean really after years and years of trying to sell color you know and just see that you can sell color I love it well um, can I, well, what was the other thing about, what about, uh, the prints for, for spring 23, the patterns, are there stripes, florals, what kind of, are the, are there prints or are they a big deal at all for spring or more just the bright colors?
2: Well, we're seeing a lot of bright colors. We are seeing a lot of ge- geometric prints.
1: Okay.
2: That's, some of that, um, but a lot of focus, I mean, for spring also, like you had mentioned, there's the raffia bags and the crochet and a lot of woven and the printed tote. We're, sorry about that. That's we're, okay.
1: seeing,
2: we're seeing, um, we're definitely seeing a lot of that,
1: those trends. Ooh, the raffia and the like, uh, straw yeah. type, uh, both envelope and big backpack and tote type. Oh, or
2: sure. Yeah, yeah, the crochet, the woven bags, the handmade bags, we're seeing a lot of So I wouldn't say it's prints,
1: it's just more like colorful, you know, different Mm -hmm. kind of coming to market. Well, that kind of makes sense because this year was all about the floral and the dresses and all of that. And yes, some geometrics and dresses and prints and stripes. But so there was a lot of floral and dresses for, I mean, I helped some people for spring weddings and, uh, you know, whether it's flower girls or the mother of the bride or whatever. And I saw a lot of, a lot of florals. Now, I didn't sell a lot of floral for mother of the bride, but for younger people, yes, but not, I didn't particularly sell so many. And I found that I wasn't the only one whose mother didn't like prints because <laughs> they were more my age mothers. Of the brides, and uh, their daughters were like 35, 36, you know, and the mom just didn't wanna do a print. But that that's okay, because uh, there's room for everybody. Um, yeah, I
2: like interwoven fabrics. It's mm-hmm. you know, our new, newer trends, not just leather, not just sustainable leather, but other fabrics that are making the bags way more interesting. So oh, yeah
1: yeah but, and but i can see the bags go with the clothes or you buy something to go with the bag <laughs> yeah
2: i mean there's, there's that too i mean there's been some a lot of brands recently that have been launching bags you know fabric pattern bags that are matching the clothing that's coming back as well which is super yeah. interesting take, it might take a minute or two to sell but because i think people aren't so used to that yet yeah so You never really also know 100% which one of the trends people are going to jump on. And I think that has a lot to do with the uptick of social media marketing and what are the trends that that actually get grabbed. Yes,
1: the trends that get grabbed.
2: That's usually where you see how the market then follows. That's what we find.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: We're seeing a lot of just clean silhouettes, really modern silhouettes, classic back that's really that's that's like your primary trend and i think that's great because that that'll last so yeah that bag it's nice to
1: not have to yeah i think for an investment bag absolutely you got to get yeah. something that is timeless and will yes. transcend the time i know when i was younger and i bought, wanted an evening bag for chanel and a small day chanel and a larger day chanel And I bought the classics, whereas my friend bought whatever's trending at the time. And she has since been so sick of hers. I've never gotten sick of mine. I've had to replace them because I've worn them out. (laughs) You know, I've worn them out and I've replaced them. But uh, I still love them every much today as I did when I purchased it. So I think that there is something to be said about that uh, timeless looks and then your fun, trendy looks or they can be great colors and still be a timeless silhouette, you know, not such a trendy silhouette so that you can carry it, you know. And I know when I spoke, this is interesting. And then I, I have like three minutes left, but I, when I spoke to the millinery designer, she told me that I said, if I were going to go buy a fascinator or a hat, um, a piece of a selection from millinery, would I buy it to match my outfit? Because that would be the first thing I would think of, is that if I'm wearing a peachy outfit, I should get a peachy fascinator. She goes, no, don't have it match at all. When you wear a fascinator, have it be a completely, it can pick up one tiny bit of color that's from your dress, and the rest doesn't have to be in your dress. I prefer it to be a little offbeat that's how we like to see fascinators after all they're fascinating they're fast like wow (laughs) so i ended up buying one of course and i'm wearing it to a party on uh on saturday because it's a garden party so i've decided i needed a a fascinator and i didn't get peach like my dress (laughs) i got the peach has a little jacket that i wear over it that's in chiffon that has just a shot of a darker kind of salmon and a raspberry and the teeniest bit of green. And so this fascinator is raspberry and green and purple. It is very bright. So my husband loves it. So I'm wearing it. Okay. For the last couple of minutes, Devorah, tell me what you'd like to sign off with anything.
2: Well, thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I'm excited for all the bags to come out in stores. I love what Bloomingdale's is doing. The Aqua label is really expanding. So check that out.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yes, yes. They yes. have some amazing, amazing bags. Their price point is amazing. It's like $88 retail. So it's affordable. Aqua. Aqua for Bloomingdale's is a great place.
1: Oh, I can't wait to check out Aqua from Bloomingdale's. Way to go. <laughs> Let's all do that. Maybe we'll yes, get one yes. of Devorah's bags.
2: <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> That's a great 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 collection coming out i can tell you that much um yeah there's just great bags when will it
1: be in store or are there some already
2: uh november is the newer
1: okay november wow. okay great we'll yeah. all do that well devora thank you so much for coming on to the space of the waste on the variety channel where you have just been fantastic i've learned so mm-hmm. much and I look forward to seeing you on Instagram now that I know you're on there and I'm going to join, I'm going to follow you. So thank you so much. Thank we have to so sign much. off now Bye. and thanks for being here. Thanks, so Talk later. Advice. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to The Space of the Waste. Please join host Melody Edmondson again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time and noon Pacific time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next time.